0: No purchase necessary. we're prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hi everybody, this is the Cricket Badger podcast. Each badger marks the track with its own scent. His black legs are short but very powerful for digging. The name badger probably comes from the French word reche, meaning digger. Hello so everybody, welcome along. It is a special edition of the Cricket Badger podcast and this is for the Cricket World Cup 2023, played in India. This is recorded specially for betting radio. And take a look at all of the teams, take a look at the markets in the Cricket World Cup and see if we can find some winning bets along the way. The Cricket World Cup kicks off on Thursday, England taking on New Zealand, a repeat of the 2019, that famous final at and um, where England won by the barest of margins in that super over to take the trophies. So they will be defending champions and they start off on Thursday. The initial game of the Cricket World Cup is England against New Zealand. A repeat of that final at Lords, and we'll see how England and New Zealand get on. Both have a really good chance, I think, this time around again. But this is played over about six weeks. The final will be back in Ahmedabad on Sunday, the 19th of November. So it's around about six weeks, this competition. Ten teams and it's not like the Football World Cup. This isn't played in groups and then knockout stages so that you can lose. Do some of the big boys early and they get no chance to come back, you know, one off cup competition mentality. This is played over a proper group, 10 teams play each other, so they have nine group games, and then the uh, winners of the groups so or the top uh, four will go through to the semi finals and then the finals. So the Jeopardy, the knockout stage, comes when you get to the last four. So, the for the betting purposes of this, we're trying to kind of narrow down 10 teams who all have a little bit of a claim down to four because then your winner comes from that final four. For. Taking a look at the markets, uh, I think we can discount Netherlands. With all due respect to them, they're one of the qualifiers for this tournament. They will potentially cause a surprise, but for every team coming into a major tournament, you have that kind of ceiling. How far can we take this? What is success for this team? And for Netherlands, it's probably picking up a couple of wins as they go through the initial group stage. Anything more than that would be a major, major surprise. So Netherlands will be the underdogs in every game they go into. Can they cause a shock? Of course they can. Can they get through to the semi-finals? Absolutely not. For Afghanistan, they've got the uh, likes of Rashid Khan in their team. A fit squad? A hungry squad, a more experienced squad now as they've played more major tournaments. The story of Afghanistan cricket is absolutely legendary. Coached by Jonathan Trott, the former England batter. But when you've got players like Rashid Khan, Mohammed Nabi, they've got experience in the IPL. Majib Uraman, they've got the spinners there to cause some problems on the right surfaces. Hashmatullah can be incredibly dangerous as a batter too. So they do have weapons and they will compete as they go through this cricket world cup but i wouldn't see them reaching the final four of this event so afghanistan netherlands gonna discount those two as potential winners there netherlands best price thousand to one i wouldn't touch that with anybody's money afghanistan 125 to one yes they'll win a few games but i don't think they'll reach the final four and you could probably say the same about Bangladesh. Yes, they have got some serious players. I love Litton Dass. Shakib Shaqib Alassane, the all-rounder, he's now 36. This is probably going to be his final Cricket World Cup. But he's had incredible success down the years. And Mushfiqur Rahim there, wicketkeeper keeper bat, he's a delight sometimes to watch. But I don't see them threatening the final four either. So at the price of 100-1 uh, to 1 to win the Cricket World Cup, they would be crossed off my list. Sri Lanka, now they had to qualify. They're 40-1 to best price to win the Cricket World Cup. And they do have some serious weapons. They will cause a couple of shocks. They could derail some of the big boys as we go through this one. Whether they're winners, no, they have won before. But uh, coached by Chris Silverwood, the former England coach, he's doing a great job at Sri Lanka, it has to be said. Got to the final of the Asia Cup very recently as well. Kusil Pereira providing... Hard-hitting runs at the top of the order. Dasan Shanaka, the all-rounder. Danajaya De Silva. They have names in there that can certainly cause some problems for any side, though they come up with them making the final four of this competition. So for Sri Lanka, it may be a couple of wins. Their ceiling really is to maybe get three or four victories as they go through the group stage. But I don't see them making the latter stages of the competition. <laughs> So we've narrowed it down. We've kind of crossed off four teams so far of the 10 competing in this Cricket World Cup. Now with the other six, you can certainly make a case for any of these teams to win. You've got India, England, Australia, Pakistan, South Africa and New Zealand. I'm going to group together, New Zealand and South Africa next, as the outsiders for this. New Zealand always overachieve. Nobody ever gives them a chance. Hardly anybody ever speaks in New Zealand prior to major tournaments, and yet they always seem to find their way to get through to the final and to uh, be the plucky losers, ultimately, in the showpiece events. But led by Kane Williamson, he's going to miss the first uh, couple of games because of an injury. Be interesting to see how he rocks up because he's going to be pivotal to them, I think, in terms of the uh, the runs at the top of the order. You've got Devin Conway in there. He's a tremendous player. The likes of Daryl Mitchell, Jimmy Neesham in the all-rounder role. But you've got then the experience of Trent Bolt, Lockie Ferguson, Bowl's rapid pace, Matt Henry, an ever-reliable seamer, And then the spin of Santner and Sody could provide uh, them with some success on subcontinental services. But I don't think Gary Stead's coach team will get to the final stages. So I'm going to discount New Zealand, which is always a dangerous thing, but I'm taking them out of the equation as well. Next up, South Africa. Now, South Africa have had some brilliant teams down the years, but they've always found a way to absolutely balls up when it comes to getting through to the semi-finals, finals and actually winning a global tournament they have that tag of being chokers on the big stage i've seen a few previews of this tournament and a lot of people have got south africa down as the dark horses purely because nobody's expecting anything from them this time when they've gone in and been chokers before they've been one of the favorites to lift the entire trophy this time they are hardly being spoken about, and because of that, they are now being spoken about as being underdogs and potential winners. Now, if everything goes right for South Africa, of course, they can achieve. Temba Bavuma has got a very good record both as captain and with the runs in ODI cricket. Quinton de Kock, this is his last hurrah really before he retires from white ball cricket with South Africa. Marco Jansen, a really fine all-rounder. You've got Aidan Markram, David Miller to provide middle order runs, and then you've got the likes of Rabada and Gidi. Shamsi with his spin, Rassi van der Dussen, incredibly consistent in the ODI format, but they are missing Anrik Nortje. He is potentially their pixie dust. He is their fast bowler and he can win matches on his own. So he's a big miss for South Africa, but you can definitely make a case for them to certainly get through to the final four. And that might be the bet with South Africa rather than taking them to win the entire tournament. If you think South Africa have a chance in India, and of course they do. They are 13-8 to with Betway to get to the semi-final stage. I think that's probably the best way of playing South Africa if you think you're looking for a pro South African bet. I'm not going to take them to win the tournament, though. I don't think they will. Very rarely do bookies get it wrong. And I actually think, as things stand right now, the bookies have the top four, potentially in the right order. India, England, Australia, Pakistan... Let's start with Pakistan, Baba Azam's led team. They have always had a history of having some superb players and yet they've always found a way of playing lesser than the sum of their parts, if you like. But with Baba, with Shadab Khan, Shaheen Afridi with his left arm pace, Hassan Ali, the evergreen bowler, Osama Murr, Harris Ralph, Mohamed Rizwan, their mercurial wicketkeeper who scores top-order runs as well. Fakir Zaman, they have got some serious power in that team coached by Grant Bradburn. Now, it has to go right for Pakistan. If they're going to get to the final stages, all of those big players have to click, but they can. Pakistan have a tendency of internally combusting. So if you're taking them and putting them onto your betting slip, you're taking a risk. But maybe they are a risk worth taking. Baba Azam, for me, I think he's the best batter to watch in world cricket. He is just glorious. Some people say he plays for himself. Some people say he doesn't take enough personal risks for the team. I don't subscribe to that. You play him in the same way that England played Joe Root in the same way that Australia will play Labuschagne to be the consistent run scorers. And Babar Azam will be a consistent run scorer in this competition. I fancy Pakistan to get to the final four. I don't fancy them to lift the trophy. So that leaves us with three teams. Australia, England and India. They are always, or have been in the last decade or so, the teams to look out for in global white ball tournaments. Australia have been in terrible, terrible, and I cannot underline terrible enough form coming into this event. But it's a brave person that writes off the Aussies when it comes to a global tournament pat cummins will be the captain plenty of experience in india for pat cummins in the past in the white ball played in the IPL a lot and when you got a bowling attack that includes josh hazelwood mitchell marsh you've got glenn maxwell with his firepower stoiness Zampa with his spin and the batting of steve smith minus labashane travis Head, alex carey the keeper can be explosive they certainly have match winners Labuschagne nearly didn't get picked. Ashton Agar ruled out on the eve of the tournament, has been replaced by Labuschagne. Labuschagne could have a very good tournament. Andrew McDonald's coach team are lacking in confidence. They are lacking in momentum coming into this tournament. But it's a long enough tournament to re-find yourself. Playing nine games in the group stages will give Australia at least the chance to get a couple of wins under their belt and start to grow into the tournament. And if they do do that, Australia are always to be feared in global tournaments. I see them making the semi-finals. But I think for me, it's between England and India to lift this trophy. The Cricket Badger podcast is fueled by coffee. Take a look at cricketcoffeeco.com for some excellent speciality coffee for cricket badgers. Expertly roasted and ethically sourced, the coffee is fantastic. Cricketcoffeeco.com. Quote badger with your order and you'll get 10% off. England winners in 2019. They have plenty of reasons to believe as they go to India. Joss Butler has taken over from obviously from Owen Morgan, done a very good job as the captain. And when you look down the batting for England, Joss Butler, Johnny Bairstow, Harry Brook, a late inclusion, Liam Livingston, Joe Root, David Milan, Ben Stokes. David Milan's the one to be interesting because he will likely open the innings for England. He has an average of around about 60 in ODI cricket. So if you're looking for a potential English top scorer, David Milan could be the person for that, although his record in the subcontinent isn't the best. And the bowling attack of Ward, Wokes, Willie Topley, Adil Rashid, Liam Livingston and Moen Ali with the spin. Matthew Mott's team go to India with belief that they can reclaim their trophy. I've said this before and I'll say it again. For England to win this in the subcontinent, they need their big guns to fire. They need Joss Butler to have a great tournament with the bat. They need the likes of Bairstow, Milan, Root, Stokes to find runs on a consistent basis. Because this isn't T20 cricket. This isn't a format where over a short period, one person can pretty much win you the match if he has a stellar 20 overs. Over 50 overs, there's a little bit more quality has to come out to win a 50-over tournament. So the Englands need their big guns to fire with the bat. I would worry about England with the ball. Mark Wood will provide... Case, he can provide wickets. Adil Rashid, he's going to be key to England in the bowling department. Sam Curran, he was man of the tournament in the T20 World Cup a couple of years ago. Experience in India in the IPL, he will be a big player for England. So there are definite reasons to back England here. And with the bookies to win the tournament, you can get England at best price of around about 100 to 30. And that might not be the worst bet in the world, because that just leaves us with India. And there are a million and one reasons for me to say that India can win this World Cup. Home advantage, yes. Rohit Sharma, captain of Mumbai Indians. Brilliant captain in one-day cricket. Brilliant opening batter. You've got Hardik Panya. You've got Ravi Ashwin. You've got Jaspit Bumra back fit and fast and firing with the ball. Shubman Gill, one of the young stars of world cricket. He's had superb success in the IPL. This could be his tournament with the bat as well. Ravindra Jadeja, spinner. Batter extraordinaire. Fielder Extraordinaire, wonderful player Virat Kohli do I need to say any more about Virat Kohli than has already been said even if you're not a cricket fan listening to this you will know the name of Virat Kohli because he is one of the best batters in the world and on the biggest stage he tends to turn up does old Virat Mohamed Siraj with the ball Sharl Thakur Suryakuma Yadav, I've got all that through that list. I'm not even mentioned Suryakuma Yadav. Absolutely glorious. Sky, as they call him, is the Rolls-Royce of India's middle order. So player-wise, absolutely no doubt. Home advantage-wise, no doubt. Fans will be out in force for India through this Cricket World Cup and it is going to be very interesting to see how they do. Home advantage can be the 12th man, 13th man even in India. There are so many of them. It can also provide pressure. And India have, in recent times, fallen in the semi-finals. They found a way not to win a tournament that they were favourites for. I think they win this, though. But you're not going to get too rich on India. Can India win it? Absolutely. Will India win it? I'd say probably about 80% likely, probably a good bet. So it's for me between England and India to win the Cricket World Cup, the two favourites going into this. I don't think Australia win it. Pakistan have an outside chance at 8-1. South Africa could cause a major upset 10-1. You can never discount New Zealand at 10-1 as well. But I'm taking India. I'm taking India. It's 2-1. It's not rocket science. They could well win Cricket World Cup 2023. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. Let's move into some of the other markets. I've mentioned the top four finish there, where probably I'd play South Africa to get themselves into the semi-finals. But let's have a look at the top tournament batter markets because there, there's some value here. You know, short price in India at two to one that may turn a few people off because it's not probably big enough over six weeks you have to wait for your money to come in but there are markets here with the top tournament batter where you can find some bigger prices I've mentioned Shubman Gill when we were talking about India Virat Kohli as well they're 7 to 1 and 10 to 1 respectively couldn't put you off that every reason to back them Babar Azam mentioned him when we talked about Pakistan 10 to 1 an absolute glorious player if Pakistan have a good tournament every chance he scores a lot of runs in the process Robert Sharma for India at the top of the order 12 to one for him to be the top tournament batter but I'm going to go for two English batters here and it's not going to be Joe Root usually when I put up an England bet it's Joe Root all the time but for me in this tournament the two openers are likely to be David Milan and Johnny Bairstow they're 16 to one for Milan 18 to one for Bairstow to be the tournament top batter they will get plenty of opportunities to bat in this tournament, and they are very, very fine players. So, for me, those two go on the betting slip. And I'm going to go a bit further down as well. If South Africa do have a good tournament, Rassi van der Dussen, 35 to 1 for Rassi to be the top tournament batter. Worth a little bit of a nibble, I'd suggest. Moving on to the top tournament bowler for this Cricket World Cup. Shaheen Sharafridi, Kuldip Yadav are the favourites at 10-1. to Jaspit Bummer is in there at 12s. Mitchell Stark, 12-1 to 1 if Australia have a good one. Mohamed Siraj 14, 16-1 for Mohamed Shami, 18-1 for 1 for Trent Bolt and Adam Zampa. But you have to go right down to Adil Rashid and Rashid Khan. 20-1, to 1, both of the Rashids twins, um, spin twins. Um, they are 20-1. to 1. Sometimes you look at a tournament, you think, "Well, they're not going to play enough games." But any everybody in this tournament is going to play at least nine games. Rashid Khan, at twenty to one, could provide a few wickets on Indian surfaces for his Afghani teammates. So Rashid Khan, Adel Rashid go on to my betting slip. I'm going to throw in Lockie Ferguson. 50-1 to 1 for Lockie Ferguson with his speed. Very good one-day whiteboard player. Probably come on as first change for New Zealand. 50-1, to 1. Ferguson will be my slightly bigger priced pick to be the top tournament bowler. I'm going to finish off. There's loads of markets for this Cricket World Cup. It would be here for three hours if we went through every single one of them. But let's finish off with the player of the tournament. Chances are the player of the tournament comes from the winning side. So you can discount a lot of players in that process as you discount the teams, as we have just have done on this preview. The player of the tournament certainly will be in the final of this event. Chances are this is going to be an England-India final. That would be my suggestion. There is a market for name the finalists. England-India is the favourite market. It's 7-2. to two. I wouldn't put you off that bet at all. But the player of the tournament is likely to come for one of those two teams. Let's just narrow this down to England and India players because there are others in there. Babrazam, for example, is 14 to 1. Virat Kohli, he's 9 to 1. 10 to 1 for Rohit Sharman. 10 to 1 for Shubman Gill. David Milan's 20s. Joss Butler, though, he's 25 to 1. Johnny Burstow, 25 to 1. And as I say, David Milan, 20 to 1. I've already mentioned Milan and Burstow, their chances of scoring runs in this England team. But if England go all the way, Josh Butler will have had a very good tournament both as captain and as player. 25 to 1 for Butler would be my England pick to be player of the tournament. For India, let's have a look at Shubman Gill. Virat Kohli, wrote Sharma, the obvious ones. Shubman Gill is an absolute darling of the Indian nation. He's the youngster, he's coming through. I spoke to Harry Gurney ages ago on my podcast and he said when he was playing for the KKR team, he and Shubman Gill walked into an airport and there were screaming girls in there. It was like being a member of One Direction, he said, because they were just there wanting to just see Shubman Gill. If he has a major tournament, he's going to be a megastar in India. He already is, really. 10 to 1, Shubman Gill to be player of the tournament for India is not the daftest to bet in the world it's going to be fast it's going to be ferocious it's going to be big attendances it's going to be fantastic to watch over the next 6 weeks i'm going india sorry england i'm going india to win it 2 to 1 i fancy shubman gill if they do shubman gill at 10 to 1 to be player of the tournament is a very good bet indeed south africa 13 to 8 to scrape into the final four won't put you off that But most of my bets, as you've heard, have been pro-India, pro-England. The biggest question is, can England retain their trophy or will the hosts outdo them? I've got a sneaky feeling. India are going to lift the Cricket World Cup 2023. Thanks for listening, everybody. Enjoy betting radio. Tune in to the Cricket Badger podcast as we go through the Cricket World Cup because we'll have a regular Cricket Badger podcast throughout. It's going to be a great tournament. I'll see you again soon. ChumbaCasino.com. No bridge necessary. All work prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.